Welcome to a special edition of Inside the Hashes Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Roberts. The 2017 season was a very injury-plagued year for Temple offensive lineman Leon Johnson. Leon is now 100% back from injury and looking to make the Denver Broncos final roster. I am extremely excited to talk to Leon today. He's a local product who played his ball only 10 minutes across the bridge from me. Leon, how's your time in Denver been so far for you? Uh, it's been a great experience just from the perspective of someone who's honored to be a part of not only a wonderful organization like Denver, but, you know, just to be able to live out his dream. You know, I'm humbled to be given an opportunity to represent that organization and, and to represent the NFL as a whole. So mm-hmm. uh, my experience there has been reflective of that gratitude that I have towards, you know, me having an opportunity to play. And before you made your way out to Denver after you were signed, had you ever been to Denver before? No, actually, Denver, Colorado is the furthest west I've been on this map. The landscape of the West Coast is beautiful. You know, Jersey, there are no mountains. There's no, <laughs> there's no landscape as breathtaking as it is in Colorado. Yeah. That's the furthest west I've been, but it's beautiful. Yeah, I know personally, me and my wife, we made our way out to Yellowstone, which is like Montana, you know, that kind of area. And I, I agree. I mean, it's just crazy just being able to look from side to side and see nothing but mountains everywhere, you know? Right, yeah. And it's something a little different about how far your vision can go as well. Like, you look far, if you get a nice vantage here in the Northeast, mm-hmm. you, you see, you got a, like a, a cloud of smog at a certain distance. And it looks so much bigger because there is that smog, that layer of smog is not there. Mm-hmm. It does not exist. That's funny. Um, was there any other kind of culture shock to you when you made your way out to Denver besides just the scenery? I've met a great deal of people with a great deal of diversity amongst them. So, mm-hmm. um, no, 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 for me. Gotcha. And obviously we spoke earlier and, you know, I'm a New Jersey guy just like you are originally. So I want to ask you just about your high school career for a second. Boundbrook in New Jersey. What was it about Temple University that stood out to you at the time? Why was that the perfect school for you? Well, for one, what they offered from an academic standpoint fit and suited me and my needs. But I had a complication with my grades through the Institute of Clarence coming out of high school. And my recruiting coach at the time was also my position coach, Alan Mogridge. Mm-hmm. He came two or three times a week from Temple to New Jersey to my old high school to make sure that that process uh, being handled as it should, and you know, just to, to see the level of effort put forth there, that really kind of sealed the deal for my decision. And were there a couple more schools that you had really high on your list, or was it kind of Temple all the way for you? Honestly, no. I mean, I had a lot of schools that I communicated with. I would say the number two on my list was Old Dominion. Everything came so fast, and it came a bit towards the latter half of that process. So, you know, it was, a, it was a lot going on in a short amount of time. So I really didn't even get a chance to really lay out my options and weigh certain things. It came pretty fast, to be completely honest. And me being a local guy, I've seen a few Temple games. So I've had the fortune of seeing you play. For the listeners who haven't been able to see you play yet, can you just list some of your biggest strengths? Biggest strength, I would say um, IQ, aggression, leadership, probably, and, and, and athleticism. And as far as just your improvement over the years, has there kind of been a player, either past or present, or players that you have modeled your game after to improve? Deion Dawkins, 100%. Like, I played with him, got a chance to see him in the league my final year, and, you know, with the injuries, it didn't go my way. But 
my goal every day being around him was to do everything he does. Eat what he eats, listen to the music he listens to, walk how he walks. It was kind of almost obsessive, but he's the person and the player that I want to model myself after. And I've read extensively that you have a big basketball background in your past. Has that helped you at all in football, do you think? Probably. It probably has something to do with lateral quickness or explosion, maybe. But, yeah, I think just having a bit of a background in basketball probably helps some aspects of the game that aren't as, I guess, forefront as some of us. And you noticed, you, you mentioned Dion already. While you were going through the draft process, how often were you talking to Dion? Was he giving you any pointers or any tips going through the process? Probably every week. I got a chance to see him as well at one point. And it was crazy because on the plane ride back from Denver for our break, he was, we, we our seats, I was in 35C, he was in 35B. It's crazy. <laughs> our seats were directly next to each other. But yeah, I talked to him weekly. We contacted each other. I wanted to know what I should be doing at the time. He wanted to let me know how to deal with the pressures of this and that coming at that time. So, yeah, it helped me a lot as far as my sanity is concerned because that was a that's a, that's a rough little stretch to go through. Okay. Um, if you're not one of the higher regarded guys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, he definitely helped me out a lot just from letting me know what to expect, how to, what mindset to go and camp with. I mean, he helped me a lot. And obviously on top of the grind of draft season, you were coming off a nagging injury during the season. What negatives and positives can you kind of take from that injury? I mean, I have a pretty decent list of injuries over the past two years. I think the negatives, obviously, it took away from my game. I couldn't perform how I wanted to. I couldn't perform how I needed to. I think that hurt our team at some point. But positives is you get tough when you go do tough things. Mm-hmm. Um, I had three surgeries in two months last year. And I was on the third floor with hip brace and crutches and no elevator. So for six weeks, I'm, it takes me 20 minutes to get up three flights of steps. So it's just you've developed this resilience from experiences like that. And, you know, after my shoulder surgery, which was after the hip surgery, I got into a car accident. And so you build resiliency through tough times. And those the last two years have been, I guess, pressure tests for me. And I think I did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. And over the last two years, you've also had a lot of experience on the field at right and left tackle, played both. Is there a position in particular that you consider to be your best fit? Wherever I'm asked and expected to perform, it's going to be my best fit. At O-line especially, you better be able to play all five positions and at the drop of a hat because that's just how the game works now. Right now, primarily, I've been playing left tackle, but... If I was asked to play kicker, that would be my best fit. You know, wherever I'm asked to play, wherever I'm asked to perform, it's going to be my best fit. And how is the health right now? Has your health recovered fully, or are you still kind of have that nagging injury from last season? 100%. 100%? Great. 100%. Awesome. And for for this training camp that's coming up, I know you had OTAs. What are a couple things that you might be focused on improving the most leading up to that? Um, posture, impasse. Primarily, I just want to watch all the veteran guys and try my best to emulate what they're doing, not only on the field, but off the field as well. My main focus going into training camp is to do everything asked of me at the level that's appropriate. And um, good things should happen. Um, work hard as I can, give 100% effort like I've always done, mm-hmm. and, uh, and learn and be open to coaching, be open to leadership from other players who 
played in the league, and those are really my goals for training camp. And you always hear these horror stories as far as the draft process, you know, questions that kids get asked. Do you have any nightmare stories from draft? Did you get asked any really strange questions or anything? No. Um, fortunately, I lived on the safe side for the last five years. You know, I stayed out of trouble. I don't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. No legal trouble. No uh, embarrassing posts on social media. I'm particular with what I, I put out. So no stories, no nothing that I, I should be worrisome about. Everything I've been doing for the past half a decade or more has been reflective of my morals and my purpose in life. So I'm pretty good in that regard. And in the short time you've been with Denver, how have the veterans taken in the rookies? How has your conversation been with them? See, the goal in Denver is to win championships. And from the moment we walked in that door, that was all that is being said. And it's reflective in how they carry themselves. I know the rookie teasing or whatever you want to call it is coming at some point. But mm-hmm. this mini camp OTAs, the rookie stuff was at a minimum. Everybody was focused. They want to win. And they want guys that can come in and help them win. And the way that they treated us and communicated with us was reflective of we want you guys to get on board and, and help us out. So the veteran leadership and, and the communication has been reflective of a, a group of guys that want to win. We mentioned a couple minutes ago about things that you wanted to improve. When we get going here a little bit, you're going to have a little baptism by fire going against guys like Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, Shane Ray, Shaq Barrett. How much are you looking forward to this challenge, and what do you think it's going to do for you as a player? Iron sharpens iron. Every city in the world, iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. You know, you face challenges, and you either go through them or you run from them. Mm-hmm. I'm up to the challenge of playing against guys like Bradley who was arguably one of the best defensive players in college last year. Von Miller was arguably one of the best pass rushers to ever do it. Shane and other guys who, I mean, everybody's good in the league. Football kind of has been a microcosm of my life. My career has been a microcosm of my life. I've been challenged my entire life. I've been challenged my entire career. Uh, I'm looking forward to a challenge now. Mm -hmm. And God willing, everything takes care of itself and you're able to make the roster at some capacity. What are a couple goals that you'll have for the upcoming season? They could be team-wise, they could be individual. I feel it's my purpose in life, and that's to help people, um, to help kids be involved in the community, and to do whatever it takes to help this team win. As I said before, our goal is to win championships, to win a championship, a Super Bowl, to be exact. And so, on the field, anything that I can do to contribute to that becoming a reality, I will do it off the field. My goal is to continue to, to be involved in the community and to be involved in the, in the, uh, the nurturing and the, the guidance of our youth. Mm-hmm. And you kind of touched on it. This is the last question for you. For the Denver Broncos fans out there that are listening, what kind of person and football player are they getting in Leon Johnson? You're getting a, a smart, aggressive, and prideful football player. God is willing to give his life for the people next to him. And off the field, you're you're getting a guy who believes that our purpose on this planet is to help the people of the planet. There is no point in living life, getting yours, being successful, and not at some point leading or guiding or helping someone else to reach that same level of success as you do. I believe that our purpose here is to help each other. And that's the guy you're getting off the field. Mm -hmm. Well, Leon, that'll wrap this up with me. I really just want to wish you the best of luck for the upcoming season and the rest of your career, okay? 
Yes, sir. I want to thank you for the opportunity to uh, give me a platform to speak on. I appreciate it. Of course. It was an absolute pleasure. With that, this will wrap up my interview with Denver Bronco offensive tackle Leon Johnson. I'd like to thank Leon again for taking the time to speak to me today and all the listeners for tuning in. Please join me and the rest of the crew on the next edition of Inside the Hash.